Come on. Spending too much time on social? Is your daily screen time over two hours? Are you a little bit overweight? Not saving enough money? Any or all of these are familiar. Strive could be for you. The Strive two-week online boot camp will help you to detox your mind, body, and money, getting you on your way to a happier, healthier, wealthier, and more confident life. Go to strivedetox.com, S-T-R-I-V-E-D-E-T-O-X.com, and get your mind, body, and money right. Rebecca, are you ready? I am. (laughs) I'm ready. The people are ready. Let's go. Welcome to Money Savage Engage. This is George Grumbacher. Rebecca Clements is a sustainable plant-based coach and athlete. She is the owner of RC Online Coaching. I'm excited to have you on. Rebecca, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Yes. Well, thank you for having me. I am a fitness competitor. I like to say I'm a student of life, a forever student. I'm a dog mom. (laughs) And then as for my career, I develop relationships with people all over the world. So everything I do is remote. So I don't train people one-on-one in person. Rather, I teach them how to eat, move, think, live more effectively uh, completely online, which is (laughs) really cool. Um, I help people develop new habits by giving them different focus points each week and there's a lot we could dive into there, but that's a kind of a rough draft of what I do. I love it. Help people eat, move, think, and live more effectively. Well, that's that's absolutely a a, a lot of important work. And I, I I I was curious how we were doing as a culture, and so I I, I Googled uh, what 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 percentage of Americans are overweight or obese, and it turns out that it's 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 most of us. So you've got your work cut out for you. <laughs> Yes, there's a big myth. I'm sure you've heard the term as like it's a saturated market. A lot of people say, you know, the coaching market is saturated or personal trainer, training or teaching people how to eat, nutrition, coaching. It's a saturated market. But that's not true. <laughs> and here's why. Because if it was a saturated market, everybody would have a coach and then everybody would be healthy. Mm-hmm. And that's not the case. Is that like the what you just said there. We even have an epidemic of kids who are obese. Our culture has a problem. So until we have enough coaches helping people get healthy, I'm going to be in business. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. And same goes for my same goes for my line of work. So, and just just to close that loop, 40% of Americans are obese and 32% of us are overweight. So, that's 72% could probably use some uh, well, what what could they use? Could they use a mind sh- mindset shift? They, 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 they could use an update in their eating habits and their exercise. Is it everything? It's everything, but it always starts with the basics. The least sexy thing is exactly where everybody needs to start. Getting enough sleep, getting enough water, doing things that fill the soul. Most of the times when people come to me with for nutrition only, even if they're not interested in movement or training, with nutrition – Nobody ever really has a problem with what to put in their mouth. It's easy to tell someone how to eat healthier. It's easy to have meals that you know are good for you. But 
the thing that people are missing the boat on is the psychology. There's a reason somebody overeats at night. There's a reason that someone has a whole day fly by and they forgot to eat it all. There's a reason that we reach for the cookies instead of some carrot sticks. Whether or not we realize it, that's the biggest part of nutrition is kind of digging into the psychology, the what, why, how behind the choices we're making and not just the food. And I, 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 I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that more. It's, I, I would have to think that the majority of people probably understand that I should be eating probably whole foods, not processed junk from McDonald's. I shouldn't, I shouldn't drink too much alcohol. I should probably be exercising on a consistent basis. I think that we all probably intellectually understand that, but then it's, it's our behavior. So, so how, how do you get started with people? Is it, you know, I guess that's that's maybe the question. Mm-hmm. With my clients, I meet them where they're at. So if I have, and I'm very fortunate to work with a wide variety of people. So if I have an athlete that comes to me, it's easy for me to tell them, here are your macro targets, here's when you're going to eat, and they do it because they're an athlete. But I'll also have, I've worked with a few doctors, for example, who have medical degrees and work as practicing practitioners but nobody's ever taught them how to eat. So I don't treat them the same way I would as an athlete. I do in some regards, but I meet them where they're at of, okay, what are you eating for breakfast right now? Let's upgrade that just a little bit. Okay, I know you're busy in surgeries and everything you're doing all day. When do you have 10 minutes? All right, you have a 10-minute window. That doesn't mean you have time to chew a big salad that's, you're not going to do any good sure. trying to like scarf that down. So because you have a really small time window in the middle of the day, what is a meal that we could put right there to optimize what it is for your unique lifestyle? So it's always about meeting the individual where they're at and trying to upgrade 1%. Those 1%, 1%, those add up over time. If you try to do a massive overhaul all at once, you're, might it could work. There's always an anomaly, but most of the time that that doesn't work. And I don't know the, I don't remember the statistics now, but there's, if anyone remembers the old show, The Biggest Loser, mm-hmm. where the contestants were on TV and lost a, a lot of weight, the percentages, I remember it being staggering. The amount of people who went from morbid obesity to a healthy weight, when they got off the show, they gained it all back. And the reason being, is they have the information, they knew what they needed to do, they had already done it once before, but the missing puzzle piece was the environment. They went back into an environment that had set them up to be where they had been before. So for anyone listening, change your environment. You wanna look for those 1% improvements everywhere you can, which will change to better habits, but then if you're in an environment that's not healthy, You've got to change that first. And so we're talking what? We're talking about, um, I mean, the, 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 the people you're spending time with. I was just thinking in my head, if I'm trying to quit smoking and all my friends smoke, or if I'm drinking and all my friends drink, then it's going to be hard to quit. But is, is that what you're talking about? Or, and and what, what are the other factors that you need to be thinking about in terms of changing your environment? Yeah, that's a great question. Let's stick with the smoking example for a second. Yes. 
so it's spending less time with those people or sometimes I'll hear things like, well, I'm at work and people bring all this food in at work and I mm. can't say no, it's in the break room. Well, you have the option not to go in the break room. If all your friends are going outside for a smoke break, maybe that's a good time for you just to go take a lap around the building, soak up some sunshine. And by the time you're done with that lap, they're going to be putting their cigarettes out and you can all walk back into the building or wherever you were. So it's not that you have to radically change your life, get a new job, you know, magically find a whole new friend group, or if your family is eating into your negative habits, it's not like you're going to kick your family to the curb, <laughs> but it's using every opportunity to do something that'll set you up for success. And the reason I like the cigarette example, I like to say that you can't take someone, you can't pull a cigarette out of a smoker's hand and shove a carrot stick in and say, all right, there you go. <laughs> Switching out habits is not that easy. So instead, another tip for someone, if you, when you're trying to change your environment, is also to change the way you perceive the urges that are going to come up. So your friends are all going outside for a 10-minute smoke break. It would feel really good to just go stand around and talk with them to even have another cigarette. But you know that's not going to help you. So if you can, instead of indulging right away, if you can give yourself 10 minutes, five minutes, however, even two minutes, if that's a stretch for you, to sit with that urge, it's not going to feel good. It's a feeling, but that's all it is, is a feeling. So if you let that urge sit here for a second, you're uncomfortable, like, whew, okay, I would like that, but I'm not going to, this is uncomfortable, but it's going to pass by Taking time before you give in to an urge, that's going to create a habit where you're developing more willpower. You're developing the ability to delay instant gratification. And one of my favorite quotes is, success is the delayment of instant gratification. A lot of listeners here are in the financial world or they care about personal finance. It's the same thing. If you can save the $5 on a cup of coffee, if you can instead, you know, make your coffee at home, yeah, at first it might be a lot easier to go for exactly what you want or buy something on Amazon that gets delivered in two days. <laughs> we have the convenience at our hands all the time. But if you can sit with an urge for a little bit and know that it's just a feeling, then it gets easier and easier to say no to things that don't set you up for success long term. Got it. I love it. So it everybody's situation is is obviously unique and different. A professional athlete still needs a coach. Uh, physicians need coaching on, on on what kind of food they can be eating in a short window of time. Somebody who is, is fifteen years old and is is over is obese and potentially almost diabetic they need probably some kind of an intervention and and a lot of things need to happen it's always a, a function of trying to get down to 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 the root cause of these problems um and you you mentioned the the folks that go on biggest loser and they lose you know 200 pounds and then they all relapse and gain all the weight back you know in an example like that wouldn't you almost say it probably is time for you to maybe not kick your family to the curb, but 
to get rid of 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 the friends groups if if you're in one that that is is perpetuating this this behavior i i I don't want to sound like a jerk but i think sometimes what's at risk here or what's at stake is 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 your health and well-being and sometimes sometimes extreme things are necessary or am, am i off base you're right on track where it gets muddy though is when you have people who can understand that cognitively but the steps of actually making that happen are so overwhelming that nothing happens. Hmm. So uh, another tip for that is to try to have an abundance mindset. So it's one thing to think, I just, I have to get out of hanging out with all of these people. But if I do that, a lot of times people will think I'm going to be lonely. Who do I have? Hmm. Those are my people. That's my whole tribe. What would I do? So instead, if you focus on an abundance mindset, maybe a step before kicking everyone that's not helping you in life to the curb, look for people that are. Go join a new group. Um, It's funny. I've had this exact scenario with a few clients where they, you know, I don't want to give up drinking because that's our social experience or whatever the rhyme or reason is. I have had people clients where I've told them, let's look in your local area. We're going to go on meetup.com or different Facebook groups. We're going to look up people who have similar interests that you do. And you're going to go to a meeting or go to a group or go to one hangout session. Yeah, it might feel a little weird at first. It's people you've never met before. But I've always had success when people come back saying, whoa, I met these really cool people. They have similar values here and we're already going to be hanging out next week. And what happens then is you'll notice your calendar is getting more filled up with people you want to be hanging out with, people who make you want to be a better person, people who are calling you at 7 a.m. like, hey, dude, you said you were going to go hiking. Uh, It's 6.30. (laughs) Are you up? Are you ready? Like, we're, we're going to meet at 7. It's those kind of people. So you're totally right that sometimes more extreme means are necessary, but when it comes to taking those steps and making that occur, that can be overwhelming. So anyone who's hearing this and you know you might be in a a toxic environment or around people that aren't helping you, instead of only thinking about cutting them out, start thinking about what you can add in, that abundance mentality. Yeah, I think that that's so important and, 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 and really well said. And certainly think about all, all, all the things that 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 you're going to be able to do that maybe you weren't able to do before. If it's have enough energy to, to, to play with your kids or to start going hiking or if it's just you 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 want to feel or look better in, 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 in a pair of jeans, whatever that might be. Um, I think that that certainly makes all the sense in the world. And then also being being really realistic about what your expectations are. You, you mentioned really working to get, get 1% better. Can we talk a little bit more about that? Mm-hmm. I had a client that we had a long talk yesterday. I've been working with her for about six weeks and she just uploaded progress photos again. And she looks almost the exact same. And to her, that was devastating. It's been six weeks 
and she expected a massive makeover. And so she was concerned, I'm not losing weight, nothing's happening. But that is why I have my clients, we work with so many different metrics. The things you said, do you feel better? Do you fit into your jeans better? Are you able to bend down and pick up your kid and play with them at the park without getting grouchy because you have brain fog because you've been eating an inflammatory diet for the last 20 years? So we kind of had a, a talk and we looked at all of the other metrics. So she was sleeping better. She was having more energy with her kids. Her um, ability to lift, every single lift, every um, endurance or like biking kind of exercise we had done in the past six weeks, she was better at. So she was stronger. She was fitter. She had more energy. She was sleeping better. The little things like some skin rashes and like irritation stuff completely cleared up. So what that shows me is that she was getting healthier. Underneath, her entire body was taking its time to balance out. And sometimes people, we want the quick fix. We want just the fat on us to be gone right now. But it's really important to pay attention to other metrics because that is your body telling you how it's doing. Yeah, I think that that's such an important thing to keep in mind. And I could totally, I think that everybody who's listening can put themselves in the shoes of, of the person you're just talking about. You're wanting so badly to, to, to be able to see visually the, the, the changes in your body. And that will certainly come. But mm-hmm. all those other things that, I mean, having a better quality of life, being able to do all those things uh, that, I mean, maybe maybe emotionally not you you perhaps emotionally don't think that that's as important as 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 the way you look but i think if you were to really sit back and 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 weigh what are the most important that they would probably probably agree that those those are as 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 important so i appreciate that mm-hmm. how and do for you for those who are listening if you're one of those people that after, you know, six, 12, whatever weeks of your consistency and your progress and your hard work. And if you don't think it's paying off just because the scale hasn't moved or um, you still see the same amount of fat on you, it's important to track those other metrics so you can stay sane and not jump to another program. That's a big mistake people make is they think since they haven't had a big drastic experience or weight loss that, that, is the program not working for them? And then they jump onto something else. And you can run the risk of seriously affecting and ne- negatively hurting your metabolism, your hormones. A lot of times you'll see even supplements for like thyroid and um, balance your hormones, all these things. The reason those are so available today is because the population is suffering. We have obesity we have hormonal issues. We have all of these things. So a little inspiration for anyone, two things. One, don't just jump on to the next thing. If you're doing habits that are better for you, just keep doing them. Just stick with it. Keeping all those variables in mind, I think that that's such, such an important thing. And yes, that, 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 that was where I wanted to go next anyway, was how do you help people to stay consistent? I mean, it's it's easy to, to stay consistent when when if, if you're doing weight training, you're 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 getting stronger, obviously, and and, and if you're losing size pant sizes, it's easy. 
but you're going to have times where you're not getting the results or, or you hit those plateaus and keeping all those variables in mind got to be so important so you don't you, you 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 don't just try these different crash diets or, or what whatever kind of term you 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 want to use so got it well rebecca savage nation is ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them i think the biggest thing you can do to make the biggest difference not only in your nutrition but with everything in life is to be honest with yourself so an easy exercise to do with this, when people will tell me that they don't have the time or the energy or whatever excuse it is to make a change, I give them this exercise. <laughs> so tomorrow morning or whatever morning you decide, you have to make a decision and dedicate to it. Every 15 to 30 minutes for an entire day, you're going to make note of what you did during that time frame. <laughs> So you can put a note, um, a notepad on your phone. You can get out a pen and paper and just carry it with you throughout the day. Set a timer if you need to, to go off maybe every 30 minutes so you can jot down what you've been doing. What that is, is taking an evaluation of your most precious resource, your time. So people listening here, personal finance, money, we all need to know that, understand that. Before you make any financial plan in life, you need to know how much money is coming in and how much money is going out. That's step one. So if you're trying to change your life, you're trying to make new habits, the first thing you have to do is evaluate, where is my time going? And this exercise will blow your mind how you might think you are so busy and the days just fly by and there's no time for anything. You're not even a, a minute to just relax and breathe. And all of a sudden, you look at the piece of paper that tells you exactly what you did all day and you're going to realize, oh, wow, I spent 30 minutes at the coffee machine at work. <laughs> I spent 20 minutes scrolling through social media while I waited somewhere when I could have pulled out a book and worked on my notes or, you know, done 20 year squats, whatever it is. The biggest difference making tip I can give you is to be radically honest with where you're at now. Evaluate your time and then decide where you can start to upgrade within that. Well, that is great stuff. That definitely gets it. Come on. Come on. And yes, you need to be brutally honest with, with, with how it is that, that, that you're spending your time and attention because everything you just said is spot on, and I don't care if you think you're doing a great job with that or you're doing a crappy job with it. We all need to be auditing how it is that we're spending our time. So I think that that's such good advice. Well, Rebecca, thank you so much for coming on. Where can Savage Nation learn more about you? How can people get engaged with you? RCOnlineCoaching.com. Again, that's RCOnlineCoaching.com. That has everything you'll need, links to social media, an entire page dedicated to plant-based. There's a blog with a lot of good information. Um, and then you can fill out the contact form and message me and talk to me directly. Love it. Well, Savage Nation, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Rebecca your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to rconlinecoaching.com. Check out all the great resources that Rebecca has. Uh, thank you again, Rebecca. This is your second time, so welcome back and thanks again. Well, thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.